podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. This podcast is brought to you by Progressive. Are you thinking more about how to tighten up your budget these days? Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save over $700 on average, and customers can qualify for an average of six discounts when they sign up. A little off your rate each month goes a long way. Get a quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customers surveyed in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Discounts vary and are not available in all states and situations. Feel bad. You fuckers leaving early. You've broke our gaffer's heart already. And you've left the poor man. It's the Day Trippers. So we're back, back in the bunker, out of the man cave, back in the bunker. And you know, the last few weeks, things have been getting better and better, but it all came crashing down yesterday evening. Oh, what have we got? We've got the remnants of Liverpool 1, Crystal Palace 2, a match which broke the gaffer's heart when everyone decided with, ten, with eight minutes to go that they're all going to bugger off and leave the poor man standing alone on the side of the ground. You know, the outrage is, 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 is valid. Valid, I tell you. But anyway, we, we got on. We've got Damo Flood back after a long absence. God knows why he's been missing this long, but he has. Um, and we've got Ray Brady in. He might even sing us a song at some stage this evening. And of course, the voice of positivity, the man with the most sanest beliefs in football. And there's definitely out of, out of place here in, on the day trippers. It's Dave Thomas. Um, Trev's on demand, everyone. So uh, hoping that he might be back very soon, um, the next couple of weeks or so. So you won't have to listen to me try to host this show on a regular basis. Um, and I can get back to just doing the singing a bit at the start that you all love so much. So anyway, look, without further ado, let's talk about the man, Alan Pardew as he turns up again and walks away with the points at Anfield. And, you know, he reckons he is Klopp's match. Jesus wept. So, lads, Crystal Palace 2. Alan Pardew did football genius as ever. Liverpool won. Bogey side ever, I think, Crystal Palace is for us. Um, difficult match, really, to review because it's a bit all over the place. Um, <laughs> literally, a bit all over the place. Just as Dave said. <laughs> The Game Boy Watch was very similar to Kickoff 2 on the Game Boy in 1994. <laughs> um, Dave, 
Yeah. Your thoughts. I suppose let's 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 start with the main thing. Bell Yorgi fucking slating the crowd. Most people now will be getting on the high horse about this. I think it's great to be honest with you. Um, because we've been living with this imaginary legendary Anfield atmosphere which do- simply doesn't exist. Um and uh, he's he's had a go, and rightfully so. I think talking about the am- the atmosphere at Anfield is like the most boring fucking discussion ever. Right like, then, you know? Andy. <laughs> <laughs> because nothing you could say, nothing you could. I don't go to Anfield. I don't pay my season ticket. So what right have I got to criticize anyone who does? First of all, second of all, like there's legitimate ticketing issues which you know cause. Uh, a drop in the atmosphere which has been well debated but I just don't think it makes a fucking difference I just don't I just don't think we should be able to beat Crystal Palace in an empty stadium I just don't understand why anyone I understand why he said it and I think he's looking to create a uh, culture I actually think if you look at his quotes I think his quotes are actually more about the players giving up in the last 10 minutes rather than the fans leaving I think he's more saying the fans don't give the, the sorry the players are not giving the fans any reason to stay Mm. They're going on 82, 82, 85 minutes because they know this team's head's gone. They know they're not going to score. So I think he's indirectly having to go to his players rather than the fans. Mm. Uh, you know, that's my my reading on it. Trevor Francis, what was your take on it? <laughs> well, that's <laughs> <laughs> um, an interesting point today, mate. There, I kind of feel a bit annoyed at myself for getting so wound up over it. But I'll say what I felt initially. I think he was. I think he was right to have a pop. I think it's a fairly ballsy thing to do. Like he, he hasn't just come into the club and bought into everything. Mm. He's he's the man. Like you know, he's the biggest man in the club, and he's he's speaking his mind. A lot of managers would would be afraid to criticise the crowd, but he has he has their ears, and he said something. And, and I hope I hope people you know stand up and listen and and stop fucking off early because it's going on an awful long time. And mm. um, thing about the atmosphere is like. When the players start responding to Klopp's enthusiasm, the fans will start responding to the players' enthusiasm. You can't just manufacture an atmosphere like yeah. the, the atmosphere was built on great sides dominating English English football and dominating Europe, and they weren't singing about a mid-table team. Mm. So let's fucking get things right in the pitch before people are, are wanting to create an atmosphere. Like we can't just pretend like that just because Klopp has come from. Um, an incredible fan base in Dortmund that it's just gonna he's gonna bring that with him. Like mm. that's not realistic. So he said his he said his bit now, and 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 I always just hope like that things start to pick up in terms of people you know leaving because it's a terrible it's terrible to see. But don't expect like people to start singing songs, uh, <coughs> you know, and that's that's gonna that's only gonna come from enjoy, enjoyment. Yeah, yeah. like. You know, you only get worked up, and you know you want to shout and scream and sing when when you're seeing something on the pitch to do it about. Damo, yes, the bastion of positivity that you are, right? <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's a bit of a culture shock from, like, when you going back to Andy's point, you know, the great fans in Dortmund, but the German fans tend to stay till the end of games. That's there, and like the likes of Dortmund, even when they were, even when he was doing poorly with Dortmund last year, you know, they were there till the death, and they were still cheering the team off even when they were losing games. So, like, do you think there is a bit of a culture shock in terms of what he's seen? Because you know, the English league as a whole, let's be straight about this, it's not what it was like in terms of atmospheres at games for a long, long time now at this stage. Look, if, if you look, go back like 18 months ago, you couldn't get a ticket for Anfield. Mm. There was fucking queues down the road greeting the bus coming into the ground. There was an atmosphere there, but the atmosphere was there in the back performances. We've gone on a 12 months. Now let's call a spade a spade. Losing the league that year. That's that's what we did. We lost it. 
City didn't win, we lost the league. That's been a kick in the stones for every single fan. And then, like, all of last year, all of last year it was been abysmal, you know. And the fans have suffered on the back of that. And even the start of this season, it's been the exact same. The club has come in. He might have been a little bit early to have a pop off the fans, but I don't believe in just leaving the game early. It's, it's complete bollocks. You pay our ticket money, stay to the death, you know. We, 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 we've sat there through horrible nil all draws, defeats, the whole lot. You stay, you, yeah, loads of them. You can sleep with a couple of them. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, but you stay it. The fairness, yeah. It's cold. It protests you stay it. Or you're on a sleep. Yeah. So, he might have been a little bit early to do it, but I think what Eddie's saying, he's the biggest man in the club now. Mm-hmm. No longer, like, for too long, we're all guilty of it. We think we ruined the club. We know what's best for the club. And fans have been guilty of that for a long time. But now let's just say, well, Klopp's going to have a pop-up. You mm. aren't, aren't running this fucking club. I am. Mm. So, yeah, it could be a bit of a culture shock as you're saying to him because in Germany, they do stay to the death. Mm. Uh, Anfield has been pretty shit this season. Mm. Um, the, the atmosphere is dreadful. Like, you, can hear the, you can hear the players talking to each other. Yeah. yeah. But that's awful. Yeah. You never right. used to hear that. Yeah. As someone who likes to craft songs in his spare time, and, and hopefully we get a bar of your legendary Daniel Sturridge song later on. Um, <laughs> what do you, do, is there anything, you know, like coming off the back of that, is there anything that, that can be promoted or, you know, created to, 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 to get things going again? Like, you know, people staying to the end is not necessarily going to, going to make anything better, but like... Yeah, I don't think you can, like the lads say, manufacture almost an atmosphere like that. It'll have to come, but I don't know if it's more fucking a society issue where people are more interested in the, the social media. They're almost too cool to be fucking cutting, and they're, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. And, and they don't want to look this way. They're scared to start the song on their own. I don't know about that. But in regards to our club having a go, I see no problem with it. Any time I see opposition fans doing it, I'd be the one road. Look at them fucking arseholes leaving mm, early. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to hold back now and say they're right for doing it just because it's my club. I think he's perfectly right. And well, what's he going to hurt their feelings by telling them that they've done something? Mm. I, don't, I don't see the problem with it. He had a go and he's right. 90%. The fact that we're talking about it means that besides him saying that, sure, when we were all watching the match, we're saying, look at these fuckers leaving early. Yep. So perfectly got right. I think Ryan Air should put on later flights. Because I think they're all just leaving to get the flute. Fucking day trippers. All those day trippers walking already. Right, okay, look, that's the end of the, the, the that debate. Because um, as Dave said, it's the most boring thing ever to talk about. But um, onto the match itself, I suppose, you know, the result is shit. Like, let's be honest about it, especially coming off the back of the win against Chelsea. You know, the one thing that we all said last week was that, like, the beating Chelsea is not worth a fucking wank if you don't go out and beat mm. Crystal Palace the following week. Yeah. Dave, what, what did you take out? What, what did you take out of the game? Like, I suppose, for, for attacking wise, you know, there seems to be the beginning of something in terms of the way we're starting to play up front. Mm. But at the back, we still seem to have issues that that are there. Yeah, well, I always enjoy it when you tell me what I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the way it's done. <laughs> that was a bit of a, like a Siona switch. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking. <laughs> um, I mean, look, I, I find it really difficult to get too worked up about it, right? I actually watched the game. I enjoyed that game more than games we've won over the last 12 months. Like, I actually uh, thought, I think we've got better in attacking sense. I mean, to build on what you said, I, I do think we've got better in an attacking sense every game the mm-hmm. club's been there. Um, and we should win that game. There's there's no doubt about it. From Coutinho's goal until they scored, we could easily score two goals, maybe three goals. Mm-hmm. I mean, we should win that game. Mm-hmm. Defensively, again, I wasn't all that concerned. I mean, I think the first goal, 
it's a sloppy goal. The second goal, like everyone thinks their team is shit at defending set pieces and everyone thinks their team is shit at corners. We and are. we think we're shit at defending <laughs> set pieces. But actually, if you look at Klopp's, uh, since Klopp has been here, we played six games, is it? Conceded five goals or seven games, seven conceded games. five goals, whatever <clears> it is. If you compare that to the previous seven games, I mean, he's done tremendous work on the defence. Mm. So it's a work in progress. He's trying to play a different way. I actually thought we, in the attacking third, I thought we were pretty good. Um, Benteke should have scored a couple. So I, I walked away from the game. Obviously, I'm disappointed we lost. Obviously, it's frustrating because it's fucking Palace again and it's another fucking, you know, uh, bogey team performance. And it's a couple of the mistakes are kind of silly mistakes. But if you take that out of it, I actually thought we played pretty well. And mm. I, I, I'm enthused by the way that we attacked because I was a little worried in the first three or four games to go, well, we're not seeing much from an attacking sense, but he clearly knows how he wants to play. Mm. You know, he mm. clearly has an idea of what he wants to do. Andy? <laughs> well, I do think... Uh, to tell you what, what you think? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, like Dave says, you know, you, you can't be pissed off. Like, you know, there was... I think the, the midweek game... There was some, you know, there was some really decent foundations laid and how to attack, especially the way Oil played midweek, and then I think he played quite well as well there uh, yesterday. But um, I think we lost uh, the match based on our, how we put it up to them physically. It just seemed like they were quicker into everything, and they were they were just out. Outweighness. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, there were, you know, there's lots of examples for uh, of a how the force came, uh, but uh, blah, 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 blah. how the force <laughs> goal came in the middle of the park where kind of Lucas gets a bit shoved around, then <clears throat> the, the ball kind of falls to Cam, but he's on his heels and he gets knocked off it easy. Then the ball's loose. Moreno tries to make a really half arse attempt at a tackle. You know, like one of them where you don't even put your weight yeah, yeah, into yeah, the ball, yeah. like a like a passy tackle. Yeah. That's unacceptable at that level, uh, and then um, the goal comes from is a chance just passes Chan, it. Yeah, almost identical to the goal he, he sort of helps give away. The yeah, weeks back against Everton when he passes. Yeah, Everton, yeah. Well, that one against Everton, I think when the ball's coming mm-hmm. in, it's coming over someone's head. Uh, it's it's you're kind of just trying to get something on it. Mm-hmm. The most you get a bit of. Most of your foot on the ball, it's going away, mm. and you don't expect to just bounce off the nearest player to you. But that was that was really really bad. I don't I don't think you there's any excuse for trying to play a two two yard ball Inside in a box, box full of bodies, yeah. you know. And then for their second goal, um, like Benteke is free, and I think Scarlett is free because they're the big men. They're probably there to attack the ball. Benteke, <laughs> it's strange how he he goes to attack the ball. It's like it's his all day. And he mm. gets he misses it by a mile. Mm. He pull he pulls out from the six yard box to meet that ball, and he jumps, and he's he's he must be two foot under it. Mm. Yeah. So if you're going to go and attack the ball, <coughs> at least fucking get close to it. Uh, and then you see Firmino getting out muscled, and I think it's Moreno mm-hmm. is on the other defender. They're just they're just savaged. Like you 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 at least put the player off. It's very hard. Like if someone's running onto the ball, but you. Jesus, get in their way. Mm. It's not going to be a penalty, just get in their way. Mm. But he's just like, it, it was men against boys at times, physically. Damo, as as a master of defence, um, <laughs> <laughs> did, did you think your expertise <laughs> <a compliment? laughs> Did you um, think it was a bit weird that Firmino was on Scott Dan, who would obviously be one of the targets off their corner? 
Well, you always go big for big. Mm. Um, Firmino wouldn't be the strongest in the air, so you're not going to put him in the centre half. And Dan will be relishing that, and he'd be nearly shouting at him, put it on my head. Mm. I'm going to go win this. All that aside, that's going to happen a lot of the time. The, the, or the, the defender, or the striker is going to get a header on it. What the fuck is Minlay doing? Like seriously, <laughs> what is he doing? Like from a field perspective, <laughs> that goes out to the side. Yeah, what's he palming straight back into in the, the area for? Oh, I'm not going to launch a defence of it, but the only thing that I, when I watch the back and the replay is if he knocks it to the side, if you look carefully, Balassi has pulled uh, literally to the side of the post. Mm-hmm. So the only thing that I was thinking, maybe in the split section, second, he goes, if I knock it to the side, I'm knocking it straight to Balassi's foot, right? Mm-hmm. So instead of trying to put it that way... I'll knock it straight into the other fellow's foot. So he <laughs> but what I, the, the bit that I found weird was the, was the motion that he did. It wasn't like a, he punched it into the ground to cause it to, to, to bounce back up, right? Do you know what I mean? It was just... It just like everything it's looked unorthodox thing. what yeah. he done. Like it, it was like he, he went... It was awkward on the way he approached it. Even yeah. like everything was wrong. I was even allowed from seeing it late and saying, "What do you do?" And like, you try to get the hardest punch into the air and try to get it as far cleared as possible. Like that was that was the only thing that was saying to myself. If, it's, it if the strongest point you've got as a goalkeeper is you make those is you make saves. That that's got to yeah. go away. I mean, at the end of the day, that's got to go away. On the Firmino thing, I, mean, I, I have to watch it back. But weren't they playing zonally and he's just blocking the runner? I don't think he's actually marking. No, no, he is. Yeah, he's marking. Is, is he marking yeah. that? They're, they're half zone and half marking. Half marking yeah. See, I think, well, maybe the thought is that one of the big men, like Benteke, comes and wins the ball yeah. and he's just putting the yeah, runner off. Yeah, right? that's the fucking... And then Benteke idea, misses yeah. it. So Benteke yeah. missing it is worse than Firmino. In, in, in my that. opinion, you leave Firmino open the halfway line and you bring Benteke back to, to be the big man in there. And that, that's, well, your, that, that's your real I know. But like, who was our out ball? There was no out ball. We had 11 men in the box. And we still got beaten. Still got beat. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> no, but in fairness... He <laughs> <laughs> had two headers on target. <laughs> Hang on, <laughs> maybe, maybe Coutinho was left out. Oh, maybe. I don't know. But in fairness, going back, I think defensively, I think Klopp has been brilliant since he's come in. Yeah. I've seen huge improvements yeah. in us, how we are systematically as a defensive unit. I think we still have them silly errors. Yeah. The individual errors, and they're the ones that are costing us. And you've got the, once you cut out the individual errors... Then we're going to see kind of a lot more story back forward performances because yeah. at the moment I, I still think we're late. the lads are still on their nerves a little bit. Are, you know, yeah. they, you know, they, they haven't got over that. It's hardly surprising with that goalkeeper. Like, I mean, it, I, got, I know we keep going back to it, but like he's just not commanding or, or instilling any confidence in defence. They don't even want to pass it back to him. Like, I was like that with Phil for years. It's kind of work out well. Sometimes he does kick it. Well, sometimes. So it's it, it is possible. You know, like he can actually just. He's not like physically. Yeah. He, he, like he's able to so it has to be confidence mm. that the ball's rolling back to him and someone's coming running in and he just absolutely shits himself and it's the same defending every set piece he must be standing there just worried completely worried because yeah but the know, gap between his the way he like positions himself as if he's going to kick it and where he actually kicks it is bigger than any goalkeeper I've yeah. ever seen yeah. he kind of lines it up as if to go I got this lads Benteke, get ready for this. And then it goes the other fucking side. <laughs> like, yeah. like, don't also, pretend then. He also, like the, the, when he knocks the ball ahead of himself, he does knock it a good five or six yards, which you know, most yeah. goalkeepers just get it out of their feet, say two or three yards, so they, that, that they're close to the ball, that if they need to take another touch, they can. He just never looks comfortable. Yeah, I think there's a nerviness about him. Like, <coughs> that, it just hasn't went away. you know. No. And for whatever amount of half-decent performances he's put in, I always have that, mm. you know, just... 
something's gonna something's I'll, gonna give. He's he's easily upgradable. For yeah, me. I'd like I, I'd be amazed if if we don't upgrade him or or, or change him. Right, look, I, I, I think I, it's interesting just on Mini Lee. The club has club has said positive things about so many players. He hasn't said a single word about Minnie Lee. No. Hasn't yeah. said a single thing. Where are we even on Bogdan? I know we, we, we lettered him out when we signed the guy, but I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't done much wrong. Is he, do, is he in for a shout Do you not, do not think we're just having the exact same conversation we did this time last year <laughs> and we ended up with Brad Jones and goal at Christmas time? <laughs> no, 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 and, this is, yeah. this, and I suppose this was the, one of the things that we said last year, like that if we, don't, if, we don't, if we didn't sign another goalkeeper, we'll end up having the same conversation because at some stage, Minnie Lee's form is going to drop yeah, um, and that's happened. Right, look, I, I don't, I don't want to labour on um, the really bad stuff, but I suppose like let's let's talk about the midfield. I know Chan had a pretty poor game. Lucas though had a had a blinder of a match, and like in fairness to him, his his performance levels have been so much improved mm. since Klopp has come in. Damo, as as Lucas's biggest fan, in, hey. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was being set up for something. <laughs> as Lucas's biggest fan. Um, you're even impressed, which is I'm. I'm his biggest critic. I always have been. I don't think he should be there. Um, but my God, he's been excellent. Yesterday he was immense, you know. And there seems to be a whole new life after being bred. And he's he's like the Lucas for four or five years ago. Mm. Like whether he gets what Klopp is doing, or whether Klopp is kind of breeding confidence into him by, by telling him to, that, that he wants more from him. But like he seems to be everywhere, mm. you know. Yesterday. The biggest mistake in that game was removing Cam from beside him. No matter how bad Cam was playing, he never should have been taken out there. If you were taking him out there, someone had to go and replace him. Mm. I think that's where fundamentally we lost the game. Because I think like Lucas isn't the fittest player in the world, but he, he had an awful lot of ground to cover for that last 20 minutes. I agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. I've seen so much mm. criticism of Can, uh, But just like against Chelsea... It goes unnoticed when you're watching the game how much yeah. of Lucas's work he does. And the reason Lucas is excellent is because Emery, if they are a unit. And okay, Emery has 21, 22. He gives the ball away sometimes. He runs into blind alleys. But they work so well together. I completely agree. I've yeah. seen so much criticism of Khan. And he does stupid things. And yeah, on the, on the ball, he does stupid yeah. things. But look, I mean, he is. He's lots of energy. Sometimes he's a bit slow turning around and getting back. But look, it was, as Damo says, it was an extra body in the midfield that we, we needed. And it was it was such a critical time. Like, okay, you have to praise the manager because he's shown a pair of balls that Rodgers didn't have for a long time. And he said, he said, fuck a true caution to win and put Firmino on and says, we'll try and win this game. He probably felt like we, we can win this game. But in, in hindsight, mm. it was the worst decision he could have possibly made because straight away, Palace got the run of the game. It, yeah. it you know it made a 50-50 game yeah. there was a goal yeah. and, you know yeah. we had chances we had lots of chances but at the same time it left us very vulnerable and I mean even how the corner comes mm. it comes from Palace running into the channel that Cham would have been just there mm. mopping up yeah. and then like I think it's Coutinho just hasn't got the legs to get back yeah. and they end up giving away the corner and that's how the goal comes so I'd rather see him Going and keeping doing that—that's what's—that's you know—that's what a, you know manager's supposed to do and, and try and chase and win games and it's not going to always happen that way, but against them, how how physical they were and and then take away a man in the in in the midfield like it's it's just you're just going to get. But you know, I tell you now, if he'd put and I agree in hindsight, but I do think if he puts Allen on instead of Firmino, the crowd goes mad. 
Do you know what I mean? If he makes Alan for Cat, yeah, well, yeah, well, Firmino had to. I mean, everybody sitting there must have been saying, yeah. "Get, get Firmino onto the pitch." But he could have. He could have. But I think because he was forced into it, he does surprise. He was forced into the Sacco change, though, wasn't he? So I think that he probably then went. I've kind of got to go two for one here, so I've got to do. My get can off because he's mm. fucked mm. and do something attacking. Yeah. I wonder if he had another sub, would he have gone Alan for Can, yeah. Firmino for Lalana, and then maybe a regain yeah. later on? And look, like in fairness, it shows that he has an awful lot of respect for Alan that he could, or uh, Lucas, that he felt he could kind of do that job yeah. on his own. Yeah. I can't believe how fucking strong uh, Zaha was. Mm. Oh, yeah. I've I never noticed him that. to be so mm. fucking strong. Like, mm. and we have got, we've got strong, but we're not that strong. No. Mm. I mean, he pushed push players off the ball all day. Yeah. So what? Ray, what do you think of Oib? Because he's come off such a such a good game in in Russia. Yeah, I thought he was. You know, I thought he played well. Well, at best, I suppose I could say. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, he wasn't involved as much as I wanted him to say, but I don't know if that was just the style we were playing in that he wasn't. It wasn't going out to him as much. He wasn't. He seemed to be restricted when he done. He got to the edge of the box and he loves that cutting in thing and the options there. They had that bank of four just sitting there and we seemed to be cut out. So it it just didn't look like he was he was penetrating the way he was there during the week, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, look, he's 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 moving on by leaps and bounds over the last while. And whatever Klopp's whispering in his ear, he's coming out in interviews and saying he's giving him confidence and you can see it on the pitch. You know? I, thought, I actually thought he was our best player. Really? Did you? I agree with you. I thought he was excellent. Yeah. I thought he was excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think oh, what well. he misses, right, to be fair, you, you talked about penetration. I do think he lacks yeah. that. I don't think if he had Firmino's or Coutinho's eye for a pass, he'd actually be fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But I actually thought he tormented. He was, he was the outball all the time. I yeah. thought he tormented Palace. Yeah. I, I just... Well, up to, that's what I meant, sort of up to a certain point. Up to a certain point, yeah. You know what I mean? When we got there, he does like to come inside the pitch. I, thought, as well, I thought he was excellent, but if, if there was one criticism, he was taking that extra touch. Yeah. Taking one extra touch on a football pitch gives the defence so much time. It, it only takes a split second for yeah. them to look around, see where they are, get settled, and then prepare themselves for the ball coming in. Mm. If he takes one touch and gets the ball in, the Palace defence don't really They're know where the they are. Yeah. But to you know to an extra touch on a on a football pitch at that level the other problem he had is that he was looking to cross and he you know I, so I think when he was trying to play the early ball he was looking up and there was no one in the box because mm-hmm. yeah. Benteke was dropping deep all the time towards the edge of the 18 yard box and when he put in a couple of good crosses and like yeah, nobody there. Like well, that. okay, but you keep start, you keep flashing balls in. Eventually, I agree. You know, yeah, yeah. they they uh, been in this case starts responding, getting yeah. getting closer That's because he doesn't want his it. job right, yeah. regardless yeah. of what's going on. And you, moment, you never know what happens yeah, if you're flashing balls in all day. It it ball just has to fall, you know, yeah. off off a player's chest or whatever. And yeah, yeah. Damo Lallana, puff and puff. Yeah, you know, vanilla. That's him. Like he's he's not a Milner. He'll give you a shift. Mm. You know, you're not going to get anything great out of them. I don't think you're not, you're not going to get any real quality out of them. I don't feel it do anyway. Mm. You know, um, I missed the first 20 minutes of the game. I believe it was immense. You know, I didn't, I didn't see it because <laughs> I, 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 I watching the game. My friend, he, he was walking, he walked to his wages. But like, any real quality? No, got a few little turns on it backwards. Mm. But like, you want players that are actually cutting teams open or they're giving you something of real quality. I'm not saying that often, like you yeah. know, it's he's just not clinical. He, That's he, the he, word I do. He's just yeah. not clinical. I don't think he does too much wrong. He do, he's not too guilty of giving the ball away or or anything. But he just hasn't got that 
cut a team open type of thing. Yeah. He, he won't you get the ball and he'll turn back inside and he'll lay it off and it, you know there's yeah. the until he starts delivering yeah. whether it's goals assists or ch- yeah. creating yeah. chances yeah. To, for somebody else to create assist yeah. or whatever he seems to have it all to do yeah. with Andy like that's yeah. what's frustrating but, but, I just think he I thought he was something. no I thought he was brilliant I don't, you said the first 20 minutes I thought he was even like you know he was good after that he was good up to half time I can't remember I think it's interesting I think that if you watch his game and watch Coutinho's game he has a better game than Coutinho but Coutinho's coming up with the goals that's what's happening yeah, yeah, so he scores yeah, the goals yeah, yeah. but Lallana yeah. gets the assist right so yeah, well, Coutinho's a luxury like, player like you don't yeah. you can't say that about Lallana like but he, I think Lallana is Lallana's more involved in all of our good chances than Coutinho is Lalana yeah. is central yeah. to everything yeah. good that we do. He has but been, he is that's a killer. That's what we've talked about this. He is. Yeah, that's he, why he's keeping a place yeah. in the team, you know. But he has got to score goals. And if he's not scoring goals, then. No, neither is anyone else. Oh, yeah. But if he's not scoring goals, then I can, I can see why people would be frustrated with him. But I genuinely think mm-hmm. if the games are the other way around, if Lalana scores the goal. And Coutinho does everything that Lallana did in that game. People would be raving about what Coutinho did. But in fairness, people have been very critical of Coutinho as well. Up until he got the goals against Chelsea. Oh yeah, they were very. He's not playing well. Yeah, yeah, he's not playing he's well. Not playing so well. like, it's open season on any of them. If they're not yeah. playing well, they don't deserve to be in the team. Well, what did we make of Benteke? Because he had enough chances in that second half to to, to get two or three Drove goals. Me mad. Yeah, yeah. It's it's worse. Mad. it was his worst. It was his worst. I'm just saying Just I'm hoping he's not going to be one of them players that can pull. You know what he done against United out of the box. These overhead kicks and beat that. That clinical in front of goal, and then have games like that where mm. he has two or three chances and really makes a bollocks of all them. Yeah, I think he, I know. think we'll see. I think we will see uh, Apache Benteke <coughs> like whether that's coming in and out of injuries are just not playing well one game and playing well another game. That headed chance, like at the time, I thought, oh, he's just he's unlucky. You know, he just didn't he get that high. But geez, he could have. He could have done better. Mm. Definitely could have done better, especially when that's one of his strong strong points. Like that's that's should be for him. Meat and drink. Yeah. Mm. What what what's annoying to, me about him? Sorry, Dave. Is the thing that's annoying me about him. He's not making them runs in behind defenders. Mm. Them little them little short ones like Coutinho or Lallana or Roy can just feed into him. He's not making them. He's looking for feet all the time, every single time. Yeah. He's got. I mean, in that his makes defense, it easy for a, a yeah. back four. You know, in his defence, he didn't have a great game, but I mean, he scored four and eight or four and seven, whatever he scored, mm. and it was his first start in the club. Right, mm. just the first game he started where from the start and he's part of the attacking play again I think there were signs there that they're starting to work out how to play with him and you'd always prefer a striker's there missing him than not there um, but yeah I mean I was disappointed he should have scored two at least yeah. there's two goals there yeah. I mean the, the one where it comes I think Ibokheim cuts it across and he, you know, he's at the near post mm. side foot and that's got to go in and the head has got to go in <coughs> snatches at it yeah got to go in coming on, on the back of tour I didn't I, he was very quiet on Thursday as well like you mm. know like he, he had a very good game the, the week before but like that's two games in a row now he's been very stale I thought he was good on Thursday yeah I thought he was good and I think his involvement in the play deeper down is actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be from him I think his first touch is excellent I think yeah, the yeah old, he, co- he comes in and he gets, he gets the mail of the trouble it's just a six yard we're so lacking goals it's no point in him his all round game being good and laying off we need someone in the box I think the way Cobb plays that's going to be important. Mm. He's a, you know, he needs a player that's going to bring us up the field, right? Yeah. I think Betega does that. I think he's got to be better 
you know, in the 10 yards around the goal, you know, with with half chances. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I think that's the big thing. I, I think that the style that he, he, he we're eventually trying to get to it relies a lot as well on the three behind him yeah. coming in with the goals. At the moment, it's really only Coutinho who's, who's scoring goals in, in, yeah. in that attacking trio. Yeah. And even if you look at his, his Dortmund side, and I suppose it's the frame of reference when you look back to it. And I'm not saying we're, we're at the same level as, as where he had that team. But like you had Kagawa, you had... Gutsy, you had the Cuba all f- featuring with gold from like behind Lewandowski, and then that also frees up Lewandowski because if those three look like goal threats, if if Coutinho was scoring, which he is, and Lalana was scoring regularly, and Ayub is scoring goals as well, straight away it's going to create more space for Benteke in the box because the, 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 those players will have to be marked higher than. And based on who's most likely to score goals, you'd start Coutinho and Jordan Ayub, and maybe yeah. maybe one other, mm-hmm. but because Jordan Ayub should be. He looks the most likely to score. He looked yeah. the most likely to score on Sunday. Because yeah. Coutinho has that ace, though. That's the problem now, yeah. where it, it's just he can he's getting away with playing bad in games yeah. and pulling out worldies. Yeah. So he, he he's going to find it hard to drop him. You know. Yeah. So let's talk about the goal. What was it like? Because I, I can't remember. Fucking day. I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a pretty good goal. Bit of one touch football. Uh, ball comes in. Lalana. I actually think he's trying to. Flick it, flick it yeah. and it comes. I mean, he does, but it comes. I don't think he was. It did what he was trying to do, and it falls into Coutinho. Coutinho scores from like seven yards out. So it was a well. I think yeah, the flick, was, yeah. the flick pulls Benteke off. Actually, yeah, yeah. It was a well made goal, but mm. it was a good finish. Yeah, I yeah, didn't say it because me, <laughs> me fade froze. <laughs> 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 That's great, lads. <laughs> well, it was actually Oib when the ball was fed inside. Oib, Oib would come in central. Yeah. Mm. And he picked it up, and he he opened up out the climb, mm. and uh, it, it kind of that that's what created the space, yeah. created the chance for the road coming in there. So and actually, Firmino, sorry, Firmino is the other one I'd play with. I I play I Firmino and Coutinho because Firmino and I have a real understanding. Yep. They really play well together. What I'm going to say about Firmino, he's never done that off the bench. For us. Any no, time he's come off the bench, start. he's got the start games. I agree. Yeah. He's been very poor any time he's come off the bench. Yeah. I, I will say one thing though, when he did come on. Like he did look like he was going to get in the box if you could feed him through. It was that mm-hmm. that one that he was caught offside yeah. for? Yeah. yeah, and you know he does look. He, he looks like he's growing now into the player that we're expecting him to be long term. Like, he needs games. Like, but, so yeah, when no, I'm no, seeing him dropping, really yeah. cracking up because you're just seeing glimpses of it starting, yeah. just starting yeah. to to get there, and then they, he's left out there. Like I think he starts after the, the international break. He'll start against City. I think, think he's in. I think he's in clubs I mean, I think he likes Lalana, so I, yeah. I actually think he'd probably start him ahead of Ibe, mm-hmm. but I would start him ahead of yeah. Lalana and I. Yeah, but then you have Milner's probably going to come back in the team against City. Yeah, I yeah. think the, I think the Milner one's very interesting. Uh, I'll, I'll be, be well. honest with you. I think it's very interesting that he's prepared. He was prepared to leave him out of the side. Well, he was injured. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he subbed in twice and then okay, he's injured yep. now. So I think there's there's definitely a feeling that. I think he likes Milner. I just don't think he knows what to do. I think he, he likes Milner. Well, he's no wears and graces. I no, think Klopp uh, would drop anyone. He doesn't uh, give a yeah. fuck. Listen, yeah, yeah. And, and, and to be honest, with you, for me, I think he's looked at Milner and he's probably saying to himself, "I know what Chan can do in terms of when he." Okay, we, we say that he sometimes misuses the ball, but he has a greater range of what he can do in midfield and say Milner can and he isn't good enough to replace Lucas as that defensive midfielder and I just think at this moment in time I think when Henderson comes back in you'll start seeing Chan getting some bench time and Henderson replacing where he is in in, in the team itself I'm struggling to see where Milner fits into that team outside of that tree behind the, the striker yeah, well, he's not a centre midfielder. No, I don't. I, I think Milner's the one that's under the most threat in mm. terms of like because Lucas starts. 
Jean starts, mm. and then Henderson's going to come back. So, and then Milner then has got to go into the front three, and I'm like, I don't see why he plays in that front three, mm. you know. So I think he's going to find himself in the Cup Europa, <coughs> that type of thing. Filling yeah. in at rifle. Yeah. That's, yeah. I've got to remember, we're not too far out of January. You wouldn't be surprised to see a midfielder coming in. Well, I'd say he's, well, like, he has to sign a midfielder. I definitely think so. You know. I def- he brings in defence. I'd say Alan's out the door. Alan's the fact on. that Alan can't get on that pitch yeah. when he's taking the centre midfielder, I know he's looking to change things or whatever, but the fact that he's not putting them on. And Alan played yeah. well on Thursday, so I was surprised he didn't get any minutes to talk. So I, but again, I think the Lovren yeah. side maybe affects well, you could see the You could see... You could see certain players going very quickly as soon as possible, really, and that would be Enrique, yeah. Alan. Uh, I'm convinced he doesn't even know Enrique's at the club. No, there's something weird going on there. They haven't even told him about Enrique. <laughs> <laughs> He's just looking at your man on the hoverboard. <laughs> How does he keep getting into the training ground? He's an autograph every morning. There you go. There's a few, a few players there that you can see going very quickly, and he just replaces them with a bit more quality. Mm. Like I think it's interesting that the fourth sign is probably going to be Pato. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we'll say Pato. <laughs> but there is a their president is saying he's going to Liverpool. Why, why was he they, 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 always, they always just throw Liverpool into the middle. I think they're touting them across yeah. Europe. Yeah. But I think you'll sign, a, you know, you'll, you'll sign essentially a spine of his team. You'll sign a goalkeeper on the right side of centre-back, a central midfielder. And if he's got money, he'll get a striker. As well, but that'll probably go to the summer. Right, one, one, I suppose we're getting close to wrapping this up here. But um, the Sacco injury, lads. It looked bad. Mm. Supposedly it's not that bad. Even though he's in a brace earlier on. So the way, the way he limped off the first time, Tommy, it was, it was bad. Yeah. So I remember it, when I done my ligament in my knee, that's exactly how I walked out the pitch. It was the straight leg. And then same coming back on, I said, like, what the fuck are you doing? And then the first time he jars it, it just goes again. But the, the report tonight is that there's no... It's not an ACL injury, apparently. It's uh, there's, there's knee damage, but it's not an ACL. Yeah. So he hasn't torn the ligaments, which yeah. is, I think, if he tears them, it's eight weeks. So I think... Look, it could still be three weeks. We may not have him for City or whatever, but mm. three weeks is obviously better than eight weeks. Three, like, you know? But the international break coming up, though, it's, it's exactly. Hopefully, you get some treatment. Yeah. For about the, he really is turning into a huge cult figure now, isn't he? Oh. He's, like the the fans are, you know, he's, he's on the floor crying, and, and the fucking crowd are shouting. Just Sacco, Sacco. It's, you know, it's almost like a fucking wrestling match. Or something, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, like he's going to hulk up. He's coming. He's coming up. I'm coming back on. Sacco down to the cup. Coming. Enrique just <laughs> the lights just go down. Enrique's there with the horn. <laughs> in all seriousness, though, there's no way he should have been allowed back in that pitch. No. I mean, fucking hell! Like, you know, well, I mean, you t- short isn't common, but you just go with the fucking player says. If he tells he's all right, you're yeah, gonna start to like uh, the physios. The physios obviously gave gave him his blessing, yeah. and he, then he's he's been asked, "What about you?" Stretch and, it out. How's it Adam, feel? It I was think absolutely comical. Like, you know? How, how, <laughs> how, uh, no, no, how Klopp tells Lovren to get the fuck back. Up. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a child, like that was getting a like it's a, a lollipop. Like the next thing, I know lolly for you, and his face just drops. <laughs> Cramp. And sobs um, back into the sobs. Cramp. Get the physio for Ray. It's all right when he came injury. on. Who love him? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think. Of all of them, it's I think quality. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I think he scored two goals. That's what I was going to say about Emery Khan. People are criticising Emery Khan, right? But nobody got down our left side. And we had the 
the worst combination we've ever had in Moreno and Sacco for being brain dead and nobody got down our left hand side until Emery Khan got off so everyone's criticising Emery Khan but he protected that left hand side completely Skirt lads I'm, I, I, I don't know how he's still I, I, look he's just he's just like the undead you can't get him out of the team he's like a zombie just there like seriously every time I see those lads anyone in Crystal Palace running against him my heart was in, in my mouth because you just you're just seeing that game from two years ago all over and like I'm, I'm, I reckon he's seen that game from two years yeah. ago, every time Balassi ran at him, or whoever it was ran at Zaha. him, Zaha ran at him. You could just like he may, if he was wearing white shorts, he would have been brown. But the, time but the, the other thing finished. is, right? It was raining. <laughs> so he got to do the skirtle tackle. <laughs> so he was fucking delighted. Yeah, he got that tackle he in got early. A few he, got those, it in, he? Like, he got it in early, and that was just like a made his day. Yeah. I'd say did the skirtle tackle. I think even the commentator, maybe it was on NBC, said a typical Martin skirtle sliding yeah. tackle. You know. <laughs> Uh, that's it. Yeah. He's just terrible. Oh, God. So, uh, anyway, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, as I said, I mean, disappointing to lose, but it's not the end of the fucking world. We were 13 unbeaten. Mm. Klopp was six unbeaten, or five unbeaten, six unbeaten, whatever he was. And I know he said, you know, losing to, uh, beating Chelsea yeah. and losing to Palace doesn't make a bollocks, but. If we'd have been the other way around, we'd probably be all right about it. I'd like, like us know? to start just, you know, if we could start building up a bit of a home thing, though, that's it was a bit more of a kick in the bollocks, obviously, because it was at home. And I'd like us to start getting, mm. I'm not going to say Fortress Anfield, but start. No, I think it has to be Fortress Anfield. You, know you know need I mean? it to well, I think it's, a, it's a valid point. Like, I mean, nobody calls it when, when Chelsea were unbeaten at home for whatever it was over a year. Like, nobody called a Fortress Stamford Bridge, but it was a fact. That's what it was. Like, yeah. you know, when top teams are playing well, they don't get beaten at home. Yeah. Like, and it's the yeah. way Arsenal don't really win the league yeah. <laughs> anymore <laughs> because the Emirates isn't a Fortress. Like, mm. you know, when when United were winning leagues, they were they weren't getting beaten in All Trafford. And like teams went there and they were afraid of their life. Mm. Teams are coming to Anfield and it's like they're. It's only think that the old match of the day. Do you remember and you'd hear them commentating at the start <coughs> and there'd be whoever it was playing at Anfield and it's seventy six years since such and such won here and it's thirty six since this yeah. crowd and you know it's all. And even even now people are going now. Liverpool attacking the club the club the second half and you're like. Doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter at all. Not at all. What we can say about the moment, though, at the, at the end of every game, we can take positives out of it. Where yeah. coming up to before when Rogers was, well, it. there was nothing. There was no positive. See. You'd win, and there was no. Win. Yeah, there even when we were winning, it was four. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I think. Klopp is going to have the next summer but every fan yeah. every one of us is going to have these games Palace are no mugs either like, I mean you know, it's not like we lost a fucking bone but they're, they're a good side they're only two like, years you know? down the road like, you know, yeah. they're, 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 they're well developed yeah. 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 they know what they're at and they have Martin Maldini playing for them so yeah. that's yeah. it you know, that's all. Kenny had a great game actually yeah, he, had, he made that blazer run into midfield actually that led to the corner Yeah, their back four was excellent told you it was the next Paolo Maldini second podcast ever <laughs> <laughs> right then we that that's where we leave I suppose fantastic yeah. hello this is Ronnie Wheeler there and you're listening to Tripper Chats unbelievable stuff you ask me anything about Liverpool FC I will answer that immediately I'm an encyclopedia as you know I played for Liverpool in the 1980s won many trophies played with the likes of Kenny Daglish Graeme Sunez oh, we were, what a team we were we were just unbelievable anyway Tripper Chats alright Tripper Chats uh, so first one up from Sinead Darnian Signed orange. Um, Andy, did we taste the chicken? What? Do we, as in humans, taste the chicken? Taste of Do we chicken. taste of chicken? Yeah. No, I think it tastes like... Uh, they're going to sound like I've tasted 
human. <laughs> <laughs> just a little nibble in the it's back of the ambulance. It's supposed to taste like pork. It's meant to taste like pork? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright. Honest question, Ray. <laughs> Would you? If we well, don't if you could get like an old toy or something like that, a human flesh. <laughs> Would you have a nibble? Don't nice. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of season or whatever. Would you have a Would you have a taste? You know, once in your life. Would you taste it just to see? Out of curiosity. I wouldn't, but I would do the alive thing. If it meant me dying, I'd fucking happily eat all those fuckers. Raise my leg in the bus yeah. next time. <laughs> <laughs> if you just gnawing on your arm. Yeah. I wouldn't willingly, but if I had it to survive. We'd yeah. be in a plane crash, we wouldn't even have the seatbelt off. <laughs> I know, right? We'd be like, I'm just going to the same fucking place. I'm just going to Ray, get off me toy, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> Get I'll show la- lost when I lasted three days with you. We've eaten every cup. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to qualify as cannibalism. Like, just have a taste. Just yeah. if, Not someone that goes around doing this for, like, all of the crack. Yeah, it's cannibalism. cannibalism isn't I think it? if you eat that other person, it's cannibalism. <laughs> yeah, you eat the same species. Okay, so say you're not the cat. The, there's a cannibal there. <laughs> Uh, and it's happening it's happening either way he's eating that leg it's happening there's yeah. nothing you can do to stop it yeah. and he just says would you like a, a little t- a soy like it's just a taste a, a <laughs> you're there just <laughs> no one sense. else there that makes you cannibal to have a little taste yeah if there's someone there doing a line of coke and they say, do you want some coke? <laughs> yeah, I'll have a little taste. Well, that means you take coke. No, it, it means you take coke. It yeah. doesn't mean you're like a drug addict. I didn't say you were a drug addict. I said yeah, you take coke. Okay, so if, if someone... Yeah, you, so you, you wouldn't be a drug addict then. Is that what you're saying? No. So you're not a cannibal? <laughs> Boom! <laughs> in your face! <laughs> it's not. You're a, a cannibal human. is okay. someone that eats another person. A human eat, you're, you're Not eat them all the time. Yeah. Just <laughs> eat another person. Yeah, I don't think you're quantify it. So you're saying if you have a little someone tiny that, bit you're not that, a okay, you someone who's experimenting drugs maybe taking one little bit of coke one bit of cannabis or they're not a drug user they're just someone who's maybe had a, a, a dabble right. just use drugs someone who uses drugs I would describe as someone who regularly uses drugs on a regular basis a cannibal that eats human human flesh on a regular basis if you have a so you taste, think it's regularity that makes you a cannibal Yes, it's frequency. <laughs> it's frequency. Yeah. If so, there's okay. a threshold. Yeah, how many times say do you have to be a cannibal? Right. Say you did he, he, by accident. <laughs> <laughs> would you go around telling people you're a cannibal then? I would not. I wouldn't tell people, but I would be a cannibal. <laughs> You would. You have to have like stamps to be a cannibal. If someone gave it to you on the sly without you knowing. And I'd like that to happen. Then told you. Then told you afterwards. Would you? Would you make yourself sick and then like say? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give a shit. So you you would be a cannibal. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. I love food. So give us about three weeks, and he'd be able to tell you if it tastes of chicken, right? Give us about three weeks. Right. <laughs> would you not be curious? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would eat that as well, but it would make you a cannibal. That's fine. So you're okay. With I don't. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm siding with you. Yeah. That yeah. doesn't make it a cannibal. No. I'm sure if you look up cannibal in the it dictionary, you it won't say anything people. about how much you eat. Yeah. I'm but sure I'm, it says I'm, if you eat I don't the same species yeah. as yourself, even that much, the size of your fingernail, you're a cannibal. I don't understand I don't why there's it, a quantity but, element. I mean, but people eat their fingernails all the time. That doesn't make them yeah. a cannibal. Yeah, good point. 
I don't think it's. I don't think eating fingernails counts. I think it's me. Ah, uh, no, hang on a second. Yeah. Now we're saying that if okay, you, you know, we girls go out and they kiss their mates. Yeah, when they're drunk. Yeah, is that le- are they lesbians then? It's not the same. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> it is being the, a cat. The, the one kiss, is a definitive kiss thing. Once, bang, lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Why it's off the table. Why kiss no no more discussion. Does that make that's me? a lesbian then? Labeling going out these days. people. You can't. You can't just lave a people like that. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be very unfair, wouldn't it? <laughs> you think you think it's unfair that if someone ate another person, that they would be called a cannibal? That's How do you live it? it anyway. How would you get? <laughs> how would you get a little bit? I don't understand. Give me the scenario. You're, with, you're in company, <laughs> yeah, right? And a guy, someone you know, you're a is party. going, just <laughs> like a party. Andy. <laughs> One of the guests go missing. Yeah. <laughs> Next minute they're on the try. And the guy goes, Andy, you don't have to do anything, but I'm going to eat this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets into it and it looks nice and he goes, do a little bit. No, you know, you're thinking, try this sandwich and you say, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. that and you have a Here's the scenario. Yeah. Um, you move into a new, new uh, house and you have housemates and you know, someone's making dinner, and then they've got a plate of meat and veg, and you go, "Geez, what's that?" And they go, oh, "It's it's a human leg." <laughs> <laughs> and you go, "You go, what? You're a, you're a cannibal?" And they go, "Yeah, I am." <laughs> Would you like to try it? That's the situation. And you, and you go, I go, I go to him. Would it make me a cannibal? And he go, "No." <laughs> You're just having a little taste, a little, t- a little corner, a little corner. <laughs> what do you do? Have this whole convo? Okay, he's being. I don't know. No, he said maybe. <laughs> you're making up people to back up your argument, and you're taking the word of a cannibal. So, does that make you a cannibal? No, 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 no. Definitely. Everyone has a bit. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> right then. <laughs> Moving on from cannibals, um, or not cannibals. Demo, Robbie Savage or Eamon Dunphy? What, the right? In what context? Does that make it? <laughs> Which one would you rather have? E. Rather <laughs> 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 have what? Uh, let's go with a night out. Um, Eamon. Yeah, I'd be very nice. He's the fan. Yeah, he's the fan. Savage would be too much soccer um, banter in the face. <laughs> be, wouldn't he? Like, he'd be fucking. He'd be no. trying. He'd be trying hard. Whereas Dunphy, I'd say. I'd say he's Did you see decent. him on his show on uh, Saturday after the. I think uh, you were tweeting me after the yeah. John Terry thing. He did like a 10 minute like soliloquy as to why. <laughs> John Terry having a go in was so unfair and he wasn't the best player but he made 650 Premier League opinions and everyone's entitled to their opinion John and I think it's really really personal and upsetting that he's after that you know the, the, and then he said uh, do the worst thing about it was when he said it all the journalists started laughing <laughs> I was like, yeah because yeah, yeah, they know yeah, but you know, <laughs> if John Terry comes around and says the same thing about Eamon Dunphy Eamon just goes ah fuck off fuck John. you're racist <laughs> yeah, <don't> <laughs> you're racist <laughs> <laughs> Tell us that story about your mild ovens. Right then. Next one. Lilies. Next one. <laughs> Dave, um, what can you never eat for breakfast? <laughs> Human. <laughs> what can I never eat for breakfast? What can you never eat for breakfast? Fish. There's the one food type. Fish is a good show. No, no, would you have kippers, kippers and toast? Thing, I wouldn't. Sardines and toast. toast. Yeah, no, that wouldn't be for me, but people do. I mean, 
Anything spicy, like you wouldn't have curry or something for breakfast, like you know what I mean? Depends on where you were the night beforehand. Yeah. And what's see, left? What's see, left hangovers try? change everything. But I've never you got that. If you were seedy the next morning, would you, you know? know I mean? I've never got that. Oh, Waking up in the morning and it's a curry, then you'd say, I'd, I'd have, have a bit of that. I've nah. bowl of curry out of the fridge, yeah, I'd go nah. straight for that now. I was doing it. Yeah. There's Andy's dinner. <laughs> <laughs> the leg is done, Andy. <laughs> Would you like it? <laughs> it's not human. You're not a cannibal. <laughs> so, so yeah, got a cannibal sitting there in the microwave. <laughs> not necessarily something spicy, because like you know, uh, as per Andy's recommendation, I now put chili flakes in my eggs. But you know, uh, anything curry related, something like that. Some bit congealed from the night before. Like, yeah, yeah, Scrambled eggs with chili, with chili, chili flakes. flakes. Yeah, sounds nice. Or if you make a uh, Boiled eggs as well, right. you know, nice soft boiled egg, yeah. and just sprinkle a bit of chili flakes. Yeah. <laughs> In the scrambled eggs now, like, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a really, yeah. it's a good. Damo, anything, our, anything? Our poached eggs. You refuse to eat for brekkie? I don't eat half breakfast. Do you know? No. So anything is basically. Yeah. All right. What's the bottom of the day, Damo? Do you like poached eggs? Yeah. Do you struggle to make poached eggs? Yeah, I do struggle. Yeah. Well, I give you a tip. Yeah. Don't right. say don't eat yellow snow or something. Else. No, <laughs> give me a proper tip. Get a leg. Fresh yeah. eggs is the key. Right. The closer it gets to the Euros boy day, it's they're going to be a disaster. But if you must, and you know there's a few days left, store the water around in the pot so you create a, a swirl. Mm. So when the egg drops in, what normally what can happen is like the egg disperses. Yeah. But if you're swirling it, it just gathers around each That's other. Centrifugal force. And you get centrifugal yeah. force. Love that. Or <coughs> worst case scenario, cling film. So you pour. See, that's the cling when film. you start talking cling film now. That's when I say post eggs aren't worth the hassle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what's so, up. Well, no, you have to spin them water, I can do. How good does post eggs need to be? Only yeah. takes a minute. Like the beauty of it is you can you, you make a little pocket in a cup or whatever, drop your egg in, and then twist the top and tie it on. But you can put like a bit of salt and pepper into your egg from the beginning. You know what I mean? Oh, or right. chili flakes, or you want. It's effort. Yeah. Only take a minute. Fucking eggs. Yeah. Cooking with Andy. Cooking with Andy. Yeah. Love cooking with Andy. Love cooking great. with Andy. It's always the best. Po- post eggs. <laughs> yeah. What would you put on your human leg now? What would you What would you garnish that with? Uh, well, would you uh, do like pulled pork? Piri piri. Like a bit of pulled pork, put it in the oven. For no, like actually, do you know what? It would, just a bit of salt and pepper because if you want to taste to see what it's actually like, you don't want to ruin it. Yeah. It's not worse than putting stuff on a, on a steak you paid decent. There's money definitely for. a book in that cannibal cooking now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leg with a couple of post yeah, eggs. It's really warm. Um, okay, so one from El Grinchoid. Uh, worst time, place you've puked from drinking, Dave Thomas? My. I can't even remember what birthday it was, but uh, say 25, whatever I was, uh, <clears throat> my friend bought me like top shelf, ordered a glass, drank it, walked out, got into the cab, threw up in the cab. So that's a hundred pound on the way home. Then went into the house and went upstairs to my bathroom where I just laid a brand new bathroom floor, threw up all over the brand new bathroom floor and fell asleep in it. So that's probably the worst. I, I had uh, one in um, Santa Ponza when I was a bleeding teenager, one of the first lads' holidays, drinking jugs of sangria, the usual, thinking you were bulletproof into the jacks. Knew I was going to get sick. Well, I actually went into jacks for a shit. Trolleys down around the ankles and got sick. <laughs> was having to, straight, oh, straight into the trolleys. Oh. Nothing left to wear. Kept them on me for the night. Pulled oh, no, as well. No, no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> actually, I've got, I've, got, I've got a worse one. It's not worse. It's not as disgusting as that, but... Um, I went on a date with this bird and we went into town and drinking wine and all that kind of stuff and she's like do you want to come back to 
my press. I was like, yeah, fuck it, right? <laughs> Went back and she switched to water and started giving me vodka, right? So I'm drinking vodka neat in her house. And then uh, <laughs> she was going to eat you. <laughs> so anyway, and it was in the kitchen. <laughs> Not even far. <laughs> Bit of salt and pepper. So she uh, said, anyway, go to bed and whatever. And, you know, start kissing. And I'm like, I'll be right back. Right back. Walked into her bathroom. She had this really petite bathroom. She lived in an apartment. And the, the toilet was right in front of me. And for some reason, I decided to throw up in the sink. Oh! <laughs> oh. No. And it just went everywhere. Like all over her condiments, all over her. All over condoms. <laughs> condiments. You know, How many all condoms did she have? <laughs> not not many by the next day. <laughs> and then, of course, I went, instead of cleaning it up, I went, fell asleep. And uh, obviously she got up in the morning and uh, went in and she was like, oh, for fuck's sake. You didn't try to make an attempt to clean. The worst thing no, about it was trying to clean. Yeah. <laughs> trying to clean, sick from his, uh, a sink is having to get your yeah. finger down and swear. Was, oh! <laughs> on the, the, the centrifugal. Yeah. <laughs> she, was not, she was not worth that. No, uh, no. That's terrible. That's absolutely fact, terrible. I have, that's something that actually bothers me. The amount of people that go into a bathroom to get sick and get sick in the sink with a toilet there. Seriously? Yeah, but it's, a, it's because of the level it's on. Yeah. It's, Fuck level. It's on the level. Oh, man, it's horrible clinging onto the jacked ball, though, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, it's also it's a release thing. Not the initial getting sick isn't about getting down your hands and knees on the ground. That's when you're puking non-stop for a while. The first one is, don't, just give me an orifice somewhere to claim <laughs> this shit at. You know what I mean? It's because the sink is first. I don't think it's that like you make a decision, the sink is easier. You just go, what's the first thing I can be sick in? The sink. And that's what happens. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> the last day of the season there could be just come back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was buying jumps. And I got on the really? bus. Really? Yeah. I got sick outside the bus, got sick at the back of the bus, and got sick on the bus. <laughs> only the bus driver was pissed, he didn't notice. <laughs> 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 he was pissed. <laughs> he was blown. I took, I took my coat off and puked into my coat. Oh. Sitting there at the way home. Oh, when we were all on the bus, yeah. Oh, you <laughs> fucking pig! <laughs> oh, <There> you <go. laughs> if it wasn't for a man getting off with that dog, I would have been sick. <laughs> oh yeah, it's that time again. Funky admin, we're taking it all the way down to Jamaica. Let it go, boys. Big thanks as ever to the wonderful people who host us here in the Astro Park in Tala. You know, get on down, five aside, imaginary seven aside football, banging, get on down. We've got absolutely nothing to plug, so uh, just throw a few, few shout outs. Uh, Neil Poole's books there on Amazon, go get that. It was free, but you have to pay for it now, so pay for it. Give the lads at the Anfield Rap the vote for in the FS, uh, FSF podcast thingy me jiggy. Go the top fellas all around. So look, they they well deserve. Lots of hard work put in by them. Next year we'll win it on the Anfield Index. Uh, 
As you might have noticed, Jamie Holmes has just been joining us recently. He's now become a regular part of the crew and he's writing for Anfield HQ. So look, give his articles a read. And of course, of course, get on over to the Anfield Index. There's loads of deadly articles, stuff from Sam McGuire and from our own Trev Down. Even though he hasn't written at the moment, there's loads of his stuff there and it's always worth a read. So get on down, read it and don't be messing around. Right, to round it out, of course, we had the wonderful Welshman Dave Satriali joining us tonight. I'm Dave Thomas even, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got Damo Flood, the, the man who brings positive clouds uh, all over our heads. And of course, the man with a song, Ray Brady. Eventually, we get him to sing that damn storage song. Um, he's been promising for ages, but he still won't do it. Fucking muss. And of course, it was me, Phil Casey, hosting. Hopefully, I'm not doing this much longer, but if I am... You're going to have to live with it. Good night and God bless. Jamaica! The victor had put in fucking uh, thing from on Saturday. Did you see that? There was an L lad. Oh, yeah. And I was like, there going, oh my God. He had a fucking pony. Like, he was bald, right? Then he had a ponytail down to fucking here in a plat, like. And I was there going, he he must have been about... 53, 54, he was showing shapes. And you just know, we probably went out, we splashed the brute on and went, Yeah. Smash it. I'm probably going to smash it back actually. Tio Miro's checking the pony then. Yeah. A bit of old spice. A bit of brute. Only 3.99 in a brute. Some fucking sort of thing. A bit of Lynx Africa. I don't know what Lynx Africa. Lynx Africa. Down the balls. He's turned his pants inside out, get another food. <laughs> That's you, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> so on to Andy's chats. <laughs> you have to get a jingle for that. <laughs> Andy's chats. Andy his magic chats. <laughs> Are you going to give us the storage song, Emma? No. Come on, the no, fool said you back. You said the next no, time you're in here. I said we'll all join in because it's, it's that type of song where you need, you need five well, or six. Come here, just no. give us a bit of it. No. <clears throat> come, no. no, I don't think you have a song. No, well, yeah, right, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till he comes back then a little. <laughs> if I'm on the pod again. So <laughs> <laughs> Saturday night anyway, Damo. Yeah. 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 Should passport. be good crack. Yeah, passport, green card. Okay. Where he's gone? Into town. Where though? Oh, we're going to town. Yeah. Ah, so we don't have to stay out in yoga? Yeah. <laughs> 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 there's loads of places to go, so there's loads of places to go in town. town. <laughs> no, there's loads of places to go in town. There is loads of fairness. Yeah. You could go anywhere. You could go anywhere. Yeah. You've got all the town that we can go to. Yeah. Neil texts me, he goes, We're going to town. I'm going to get a hotel room. No. No, <laughs> 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 we're fucking Neil. Exactly. What time are you? Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball.
Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sports Social Podcast Network.